This is Eric Decker, and you are listening to the Laces In Podcast with Eric Allen, Alex Jimo, and your host, Ethan Greenberg. What's up, Jets Nation? That was Eric Decker. This is Laces In, Ethan Greenberg alongside Alex Jimo and Eric Allen here for the third episode of the podcast. Let's reintroduce our reporters again. Alex Jimo used to work for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Jersey Girl, Italian, loves her French bulldog, Mella. Yay! And then there's Eric Allen. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> EA. That's good. That's good. I like that. Simple. Now, now let's hear something about you. I, I was going to say everyone knows you. You know, he's been on the team for 16 yeah, no years. Introductory Big college needed. football fan. Love college football. Love college football. I heard you were at the Syracuse game over the weekend. Uh, Tell I w- me what happened to the orange. You're both the orange Syracuse product. The orange crushed, we should say. Yeah. It, for, for This is going to be an awful analogy. But the juice was squeezed. <laughs> what was the final score? Who did you play? 45-20, to 20, USF over Syracuse. Syracuse was up 17 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. 28-17. Oh, no. Yeah, 28-17 by the half. So Syracuse kind of kind of felt the Well, I'm disappointed. There. You know, I grew up in Buffalo. So I did. I, I, we, two, I know. About two and a half hour drive from Syracuse <laughs> in the about, dome. About did you that. go to a lot of games? I went to a couple. Actually, oh. I saw Syracuse when they were nationally ranked back in the day. Their college hoops team. What a program Jim Beheim has there. Fantastic of course, program. Play UConn, and actually, we got caught on the way coming home. In a snowstorm, because we're coming back to Buffalo. I was at Canisius College my freshman year before I transferred to Maryland, undergraduate days. This might have been before both of you were born, <laughs> mind you. But yes, I saw Syracuse play UConn at the Dome. And you know when the Dome is so packed, they put those curtains up, I yeah. guess? Mm-hmm. I had obstructed view. I was at the top <laughs> of the dome. So funny. Well, the, I have to mention this just because I think it's funny, and my dad thinks it's hilarious. Carrier, it's the Carrier Dome. Carrier is an air conditioning company. There's no air conditioning in the Carrier. Or cell phones. You don't there. need air conditioning in the dome. No, it's, it's so damn cold outside. It, yeah, well, it's you not cold it in August. More, let's clarify something here, too, it folks. Snows more, Syracuse is the snowiest city in the country. It snows more in Syracuse than Buffalo. Yes, yeah, I know. I, I walked around campus sometimes, and the snow piles were... They were probably bigger than, than you. I'm yeah. surprised you got to class knowing you. <laughs> a couple <laughs> inches of snow, I figured that she'd be sleeping I, in. I, oh, my God. I was an eight, 4.0 student, Eric. Like, oh. Literally. I took, oh, 4.0. I took, I took school way too seriously. Wow, I would have used that on two truths and a dare. If that were me. <laughs> two, a truths and a, two truths and a lie. Oh, and a lie. Well, the, the dare Maybe. would be to walk in the snow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. So now now that we are that we know a little bit about each other, a little more. Well, I was, we just I was know something about Alex. That's I'll, all we know. No. Hey, I gave, I gave you your bio. No, it's all about me. So <laughs> I was going to say. Italian, right? Where did that come from? <laughs> so, uh, by the way, I'm Irish, and my dad has a little German in him. But You're Irish? I can't tell with yeah, your pink skin. Uh, uh, my, your pink skin. <laughs> my, my father, uh, his, his um, mother was a McGrady. And then on my mom's side, we were the Cocklins and the Geary's. Oh, my so God. So I'm very Irish. So if anybody wanted to know, or we're just announcing the Italians, <laughs> are we going to go down to Mulberry Street and have some lunch? What Let's we're going to do, do is we're going to have an- another icebreaker. Instead of two truths and a lie slash dare, we're going to have 
your personal Hall of Fame sports moment in your own playing career, what sticks out in your mind? Who wants to bat leadoff? I'll bat. So, because that's what I do. I go, you know, first and everything, first in line. Um, that, that's the Italian <laughs> coming out of you right there. So, I mean, there's so many to choose from, to be honest. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Well, humility but, is not part of the Hall of Fame. I'm going to go ice hockey, because I know EA's going to go ice hockey. I know it. But I'm going to go ice hockey when I was on the all-boys team, travel ice hockey team, midget league, Navison <laughs> oh Country Club um, in New Jersey, and I was named offensive MVP of the year. And oh, was, but there's not like a moment where you're like, I deke some guy that out. That was my moment. Top shelf? That was okay. my moment. Sticking it all right. to all the boys and like that, I mean, that was a pretty powerful moment for me. Female power, baby. So I love that. Offensive MVP. How I'll old never you? forget walking up and getting my well, trophy. Well, midgets are right before Bantams, I think. Midgets right before Bantam. I, that was like, We're talking hockey talk. You don't get it. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I played ice hockey, too. Oh, okay. you, did you play? Did you figure as skate? As far as up, <laughs> up the I, scale? I, I stopped in high school because we didn't have a team. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. It's all right. I yeah. played baseball instead. We'll get there in a minute. Okay, yeah. great. I can't wait. All right. EA, you have to Yeah, you're now. up next. Oh, there's been so many. Not the 20 <laughs> shutouts your freshman year? Hey, uh, just very recently, folks, we play uh, street hockey here with the Jets. Wait, I want to play. D different, uh, and we changed our team name after we won a couple championships. But last year, I tore my biceps tendon, and I continued to play, scored two goals during that game. <laughs> Then wait, why did you tear your biceps? What were you? What? <laughs> too, were you lifting too much weight? What? No, I don't know. It was uh, over time. It was over time. Then it just separated. And but uh, during the street hockey game, I felt the tear even uh, more pronounced, and that's pretty painful. But I went on to score two goals. But who cares about street hockey? For man? those of you that, that don't know at home, EA's biceps are like that. That's just fun. Those pythons? are some biceps. Pythons. Yeah, they're so, pythons. Um, in college, <laughs> we, go, we, we go back to. Uh, the University of Maryland, I'll never forget a weekend my parents were in town. They didn't get a chance to see all my college games as opposed to high school and travel. I played for the Hamburg Hawks Tier 2. We didn't have a Tier 1 team. Usually it's broken up to Tier 3 and a Tier 2. I played for the Hamburg Hawks. I played in some state tournaments. Um, one of the state tournaments, actually, uh, we played the number one seed from Rome, New York. Rome, it, New York. I passed yeah, that exit. Uh, nah. And I made about 45 saves. We ended up losing the game, but I had some, I, that was one of my better performances probably ever in that, and that came during a state tournament. Also, when I tried out a Canisius Division I program, I didn't end up playing, I ended up playing JV for them my freshman year because I wasn't recruited. A lot of kids came over from Canada. I came out of high school maybe 155 pounds, okay? and got involved in a strength and training program there. And we were doing a lot of stuff, dry land. But then on the ice, <laughs> we had a tryout and I really had an unbelievable, just a practice day. Okay, what we asked that? for one uh, moment. Uh, we're yeah. getting every yeah. moment. Then let's go back to high school. <laughs> what, what is this? Let's go back to high school. Let's go back to high school. No, no, no. We have to cut him off. Oh, uh, let's okay. go back to high school. I was a defensive stopper playing JV basketball. I scored 20 he's re points. He's reliving his glory Literally. days. Let okay. him wait for a minute. So, scored 20 points, I think, uh, just off of steals alone. <laughs> They used to call me Marcus on the team because we had two. Oh my God. We, Marcus. We had two Eric's. There was a guy by the name Marcus Allen. Alex probably doesn't remember uh, him. I, okay. yeah. So 
to change it up and not call us both Eric. They you call me Marcus. Marcus. Okay. No doubt. Is that enough for you? I, th I, think, I think we I'm, have a couple I got my own from. wing at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we're, go we're good. We're I, good. Think, <laughs> I think we're set. I think. Uh, I really don't know how to follow up with that, but I'll give it a shot. So I, I said before that I played hockey when I was little and then didn't. I transitioned to baseball. Uh, my act my Hall of Fame moment actually comes in intramural softball because there was no baseball at Syracuse. So we were playing championship game. Uh, I was a two I was a Gold Glove center fielder in high school, but they we we had we had a lot of outfield talent. So I was moved to second base for the championship game, and it was an eight to seven game. Bottom seven because we only played seven innings, two outs, lefty up at the plate. I'm at second base. The guy, and it's underhand pitch, right? It's underhand pitch. And the guy swings and completely flies out of his stance. So what do I do? I take a step to my left thinking he's going to try to absolutely crush this ball and pull it. Next pitch, sure enough, he's, he crushes it. Myself, being the athlete that I am, make a diving play in the air. Catch the ball in the air. This is so dramatic. It was really dramatic. It's I, I get up, softball. I get up, I get up, and I'm dogpiled because it's eight to seven, bases juiced, and I saved the day. And it was fantastic. There was two oh outs? God. Two outs. Bases yeah. were loaded? The bases were loaded. Eight to seven. <clears throat> had had the ball squeaked by, it would have been, we Listen, would have lost. So, uh, you know, since I have my own Hall of Fame wing, I do have to say that there were so many great sports moments. I love it when my nieces and nephews are involved in sports because you get the values of teamwork, you know, a competitive play, uh, and also uh, work ethic starts at a young age. Sports, uh, you know, they don't necessarily define you, but I'll tell you what, you'll I find think, out a lot about somebody's personality, the way they play sports. Like this one over here, Alex says, oh, we're going to play softball, I have to bat leadoff. We're, 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 go, we're going to Buffalo. We're going to Buffalo. What is that about? We're yeah, going to let's Buffalo. Go. Let's go to Buffalo. Did you enjoy your trip home to Buffalo? Did you see any family? Certainly did. When you win a ball game and you work for an organization and, you know, you're facing either going 0-2 or 1-1. One one, Big win. Get, get, coming up with a win on the road. Yeah. Did I mean, you, did the you see any line, family? Ethan, the last time, you have to understand, the last time I left Buffalo in a working sense was in January when the Jets were 10-5 and entering that ball game with the playoffs on the line and the Bills sent them home. Packet. Bad news so, bears. So l listen, this is a nice win. I love the prolific offensive performance. Uh, Saturday night, you're going to ask me, uh, well, Saturday. Wednesday night, I got a chance to see some of my cousins. I went to 716. That oh. was very close to the hotel we were staying downtown. Went to 716. And as good as advertised? It was solid. You know, okay. bar food. Bar, bar food. Had a couple adult beverages. And then uh, downstairs, that night. Did you drink some IPAs there? I might have, but again, that's going to stay between me and the folks at 716. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, downstairs actually that night, Ethan, they were honoring Bruce Smith, who mm -hmm. they retired his number at halftime of that ball game. So I didn't even know that. They had a red carpet opening uh, at 716. They told us to go around and go up to the second floor. Wow. Oh, and, and did you wow. enjoy your Buffalo stay there, Jaimo? Um, no. 
Not really. Except for the game. It was great. Uh, I was, I was going to say. What, what other was than it? that, I was pretty bored, to what, be what is Okay, okay. <laughs> Why before you EA shreds you, before no, EA shreds you. That just says something about your personality. Well, I'm not. Well, Jason and I, our producer, Jason Levine, we went out to a nice lunch. We were talking about, you know, you know a work lunch. Um, we, I was actually very impressed. I told Eric I was very impressed with the Italian food. I was oh I was God. walking in thinking everything oh, this is going to be horrible, but it was very good. All Italian, all Italian. It was just everything. quiet. I was it was quiet. The hotel was. I was bored. It, the game wasn't it's until eight twenty five. It's a work day. Yeah, it's what, a Thursday. Hold on. What would you have done if you were in a metropolis? If it was Chicago? What I don't know. Would I would have done? done a little sightseeing or something. I don't know. It was a beautiful day, Ethan. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> I'll cana- give you that. And the canal side, you probably didn't even get a chance because you're not adventurous to walk down the water I walked, I walked, I was like a 20 okay. minute walk. Okay, alright, this is, we, we, we get it. You guys <laughs> can go back and forth on Buffalo all day. No, that's fine. Yeah, well, of course. I, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing the and, line and in the sand. would you have lunch with Jason Levine? What, what would Jason Levine say about Buffalo if he was in here right now? Oh, gosh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're saying that she's skewed. Her, her mindset is skewed. No, I would expect nothing other than what she just said because Alex. I wasn't talking smack on Buffalo. I was just saying I was a little bored. Drawing the line in the sand here, people. <laughs> no, you got to. We're, 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 fat, we're fast forwarding to the game. I'm minded That might happen to you down the line. There's some hope. Do not respond. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do not respond. Alex. Hold it now, in. Now we're fast forwarding to the game. Your, your favorite part. What's your biggest takeaway from the Jets' win in Buffalo? Um, my biggest takeaway, our offensive, yeah, I just said it, our offensive performance was pr- prolific. Um, Quincy Anunua continued to show that he's just getting better and better every every day as a wide receiver and a and a really great third option for Ryan Fitzpatrick. What did Ryan Fitzpatrick have? What seven plays, Ethan, over twenty yards? Seven over twenty, and the eighth was a penalty. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of good things. Marcus Williams, two interceptions in two games. Quincy had ninety-two yards receiving. That's I a mean, career high. That's a career high. And then the game before that, he had a career high in, in catches. Am I right? Yeah. So it was it was impressive, and it was a huge, huge win, you know, for for the guys. They needed that. And what, yeah, 500, yeah. one-on-one, division rival, and as when, EA said and last time. And when Brandon time. Marshall went down with that apparent knee injury, my heart – I was in the press box with Ethan, and EA was there as well, but I looked at Ethan. It and looked I like you saw a ghost. I thought I saw a ghost. My heart sank. But he came back. Thank God. And he finished finished the day with 101 yards. So it was a very successful trip. Great showing. EA, what is your biggest takeaway? I think sometimes in this league you're going to take a punch. The Jets came out, and they landed early and often. They scored on their first four offensive possessions. They took a 20-7 lead. The Bills got a late field goal before the half, and it was 20-10. Then in a matter of moments, the Jets found themselves trailing at 24-20. I think that was an early season test right there because they could have easily felt sorry for themselves in a game they had pretty much dominated, especially up front in the trenches. But instead, they came back with a 17-point run of their own. And the offensive balance is very impressive on this team. Alex mentioned Quincy Anunwa, and we talk about Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. Matt Forte... He continues to prove his worth here early. I'm not worried about the distribution either. He's not going to get 30 carries every game. I love people playing these fantasy stats, saying 30 times 16, and how many carries is this Mm -hmm. guy going to have? That's not going to happen. No. It's going to change each and every week. 
but he keeps coming after you. And defensively, even though the Jets gave up some big plays again in the secondary, timely plays down the stretch when they needed to make them. Marcus Williams, the interception mm -hmm. on fourth and on third and one, and then Sheldon Richardson and Darren mm -hmm. Lee combining for the fourth one stop, fourth and one stop of Shady McCoy. All in all, a good win, one and one. Now let's go to Kansas City. And then one more point, even Jalen Marshall, Eric, um, he had a he had a big fumble in that game that was returned for a touchdown by the Bills. But then he came back and made a couple huge third down catches. Um, and it, it was cool to see him, you know, come back from that mental, the mental side of things. Yeah, you he, just, can, you he, he didn't let it get bog him down, and he came back. So lots of positives to, to I was gonna pull say, from that game. My point is that kind of the poise of the offense, and I think that's a, especially playing in a place in Buffalo at New Era Field, the new New Era Field, formerly Ralph Wilson Stadium. <laughs> formerly Rich Stadium. Formerly Rich Stadium. Formerly Ralph, yeah, what? that was before Ralph Wilson. the fourth name change? Oh, sure. Why? Because naming rights, yeah, rich products. No, nonetheless, the biggest Way back in the day. Nonetheless, my point here, other than naming rights, is that even though the Bills came out of the second half, scored 14 points, much to what Ryan Fitzpatrick said after the game is there was never a a hanging head on the sideline, and the Jets just seemed to go about their business and stick true to their game plan, which in, in cl clearly involves Matt Forte. Obviously, he had 30 carries, 100 yards, and three touchdowns. So I think that the most impressive thing for me was just sticking true to your game plan and staying, keeping calm, keeping poised, and eventually good things They embraced happen. the atmosphere. Brian Winters said mm -hmm. this week on Inside the Jets, Monday night, 7 o'clock on ESPN New York <laughs> here, or you can watch it on NewYorkJets.com, when he was visiting with myself and Larry Hardesty. He said that was the loudest environment he had mm -hmm. ever played in. Brandon Marshall, who's been in this league for more than a decade now, also said that place was crazy. Tremendous environment, and the Jets responded. That's going to help them this week because Kansas City, well, it's going to be in the afternoon. Well, it'll be louder there. I, I was gonna it's going to be louder. I'm going to piggyback right off what you said. We're moving to Kansas City. Again, if you don't know, Kansas City has not suffered a loss at Arrowhead Stadium since October 11th of 2015. That's seven straight games. The Chicago Matt Bears, Matt Forte final score, 19-18. Yeah, Matt Forte had over 100 total yards. There right it is. There. Matt Forte's return, the Jets' return since 2014, I believe. And Yeah, and we didn't win that game. The Correct. New York Jets did not win that game. I remember that one. So yeah. so now we're going we're gonna to go to the Twitter sphere here, and we're going to take some Twitter questions and about the game. And so first we're going to go to Kieran. He says, should we expect to see more deep balls from Fitz slash is there a specific soft spot that you see that the Jets and Changeli will try to exploit? You're not betting leadoff? No, I'm not betting. I'll let you no, take she, the leadoff she, in this she, one. She, she, she oh, bat, you bat leadoff, and now you're betting but, leadoff. Uh, it's, Ethan, it's, a, it's a give and take. Ethan, I know you didn't ask this question. You're getting it from Twitter, but I'd ask... Are we specifically talking about Kansas City? Or are we talking Kansas, Kansas City? When I look at the Chiefs, the two guys who pop out at me in the secondary are Eric Berry, who's one of the finer safeties in the National Football and League. And one of the finer stories in the National Football League as no, well. No doubt. Uh, you know, everybody was praying for him, and he came back. Uh, what do you have again? Hodgkin lymphoma. Yeah, which, which is uh, so tough. And, I, I, you know, it says a lot about the guy that he came back from that. 
and he played at a high level last year, and he still remains one of the top safeties in the National Football League. Marcus Peters is a guy who got beat a couple times last week in Houston. The Texans have some solid receivers, DeAndre Hopkins among that group, but Peters also had two interceptions last week. Uh, he led the National Football League, as you pointed out, um, and you're scouting the uh, opponent's story. I believe he led the NFL on interceptions as a rookie last year, didn't he? He did. He had eight. He's a guy. He's a playmaker. So when I look at this game, hey, how are the Chiefs going to defend the Jets? First off, we got to monitor the injury situation. Alex talked about Brandon Marshall. Well, he's got the knee injury, dealing with it. He joked this week that Quincy Anoon was looking over his shoulder, so he's got to stay out there <laughs> in the field. Speaking of shoulders, Eric Decker dealing with the shoulder injury. Now, every game plan each and every week is going to be different. But it's always been a misnomer that, hey, Fitz can't get the ball down the field. The Bills challenged the Jets as far as one-on-one -on -one matchups, and the Jets got down the field, and Fitz put the ball where he was supposed to. I'm going to be interested to see how Bob Sutton, a former Jets assistant, tries to attack this Jets offense. A.G., I honestly don't even remember the question. <laughs> I just know that we were just talking about fits in our offense. Uh, okay, well, what was that's the fine. Again? Should we expect <clears throat> to see do you, or do you expect to see more deep balls from Fitz? And is the is there a specific soft spot? So, I mean, for for me personally, should we expect to see more more chunk plays? I know Eric Decker in the off season in training camp always said, you know, I I do want to be more involved in the chunk plays. He had a couple of big. I think he had a 65-yard touchdown in when it was in the field house in a rainy day right. once. So I, I would expect, I think, a credit to Todd Bowles. It's a game-by-game -game basis. And chunk plays on this Chiefs secondary may be tough to come by with Eric, the aforementioned Eric Berry and Marcus Peters. And Ron Parker also plays safety for the Chiefs, Ethan, and he's a former cornerback. So, so there's talent there, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Listen, but, this Kansas City defense is a good defense. Right. So, so Alex, if you know, do, do you think that the Jets maybe pull a fast one on the Chiefs and go deep? I mean, why not? It worked in the last game. So, you know, why would you go away from the, what I think is more interesting is the defensive game plan for the Jets this game. This is we talked about Brandon Marshall, and I don't know who else said it was the uh, Brian Winters. Buffalo is the loudest environment he's ever been in, but this place is going to be rocking. Isn't it known to be the loudest in the NFL? They've, one, said, one up, for they've sure. said some noise records. Yeah, Again, they have. I don't think, and I'm not saying this because I'm from the 716, I don't think it's going to be as loud as Buffalo just because there's a night factor. Right. It's and, a and little bit different game, playing sure. at 1 o'clock as opposed to those crazies back in western New York tailgating uh, Sunday afternoon to Thursday for that night game. There's not, there hasn't been a lot of night games in Buffalo lately. I, I, you know, Kansas City, much respect out there to their fans. It's going to be a sea of red there. But I think the Jets will be ready for that noise. It's going to be really important, I think, that the Jets get off the field, especially on third down, because not only are they, they going to be going up against Andy Reid and that West Coast offense with Alex Smith, but they're going to be going up against that crowd noise. Um, you know, and Andy Reid's as good as it gets um, when it comes to calling offensive plays and offensive game plans. The He's been Chiefs, around a long time. Chiefs have struggled on third down here early in the season. And even though the Jets have <clears> given up those big plays in the secondary, they've been tremendous 
on third down themselves defensively. So can they win on first and second down here instead of third And also, Eric, the Chiefs don't make a lot of mistakes on offense, No, right? typically they don't, they don't, but they turn the ball over against Houston, and they that's did. one of the key reasons why they lost that game against the Texans. Yeah, So, but Alex Smith really commands that offense. So I'm looking more at this game off in an offensive, I mean defensive standpoint, as opposed to in Buffalo, I was looking at it more from an offense. So so should be interesting. You know, I think that it'll be an interesting game, and you said 1 o'clock is 425. At oh, least I'm on sorry. Yeah, it's 425. Yeah, you're right. But, but in Missouri, it'll be 325. Yeah. So. All right. Nonetheless, I will be home. It'll be 425 where I am. It oh. won't be the 1 o'clock crazies oh, in Western right. New York. You're not coming. I will we'll be home. We'll miss you. I'll, I'll miss you guys, too, but I will not. You're I'm, not driving to my, Missouri? Not driving to <laughs> Missouri, no. No, won't see you there. But I will say that it'll be it'll be very interesting to see this week, especially defensively, just because, you know, will Jamal Charles play? Will he not? I guess we'll find out. The well, Chief, you know the other running back, Wes, is leading the National Football League in total yards. Yeah, he, he also... He Didn't also he, led the team in receptions and rushing yards in hit, the first game. In week one. Right. He, so very talented people in the backfield. But real quick, before we get to our suicide picks, which we neglected to do last week, real quick, obviously big news in pop culture world. Okay. Brad and Angelina no longer together. So I will ask Who, you who's from that? Twitter. Who's that? From Twitter. You mean Brangelina? Brangelina. Now Brad and Angelina, because they're not one anymore. Cameron Cook says... Angelina and Brad, heartbreaking for us all. What's the most shocking duo breakup in sports history? Oh, in sports history. It's a good one. Ooh. It's a good one. And I'm going to, I'll take, I'll bat lead off here. Okay. The obvious one is Shaq and Kobe, okay? <laughs> I'm going to throw that out the window. Oh. Obvious one is Shaq and Kobe. I'm going to go Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens because that was a messy breakup for sure in Philadelphia. And they were both very talented players. The Eagles had a lot of firepower and. They blew it. And when I say they, I don't mean they actually blew it. I just mean Donovan McNabb and T.O. didn't get along. It's parted ways. And that's all she wrote. I'll never forget it. I was uh, going to uh, attending a hockey camp uh, in the summer when I was a kid. Uh, and um, the Edmonton Oilers sent Wayne Gretzky I knew you were gonna say that to the Los Angeles Kings. And that really turned the hockey world upside down. I follow, I, to this day, I feel bad for the people in Edmonton, but I'll tell you what, they got a rising star there in Connor McDavid. Uh, but Gretzky was, at the time, such an offensive force. And then he went to L.A., and Janet Jones was in Hollywood at the time, and, um, you know, he was a big star. And I think it helped hockey out. I'm going to go a completely different route with this. I mean... Let's be real, Tiger Woods in the dating world as of late hasn't oh. been uh, the best. But who was the woman he was dating, the Olympic athlete? Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn. I thought they were going to last a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Who knows with Tiger? But they who, know, broke, who they, knows with Tiger? They broke up. Actually, she broke up with him. I was a little surprised with that. Um, that was a power couple. I mean, all celebrity couples bit. are power couples. But that was, that was, she was killing the game. I think Shaq and, and Kobe are a power couple. Yeah, I but mean, well, these two were actually a couple couple, so, you know. 
All right, you, you know what? You know what? We're, we're going to table the conversation. We're going to move on to the suicide picks. Again, we neglected to do them last week. That's on us. That's our bad. No, that's on you. That's on that's you. That's on me. Host. Okay, okay. I'll you're take the host of well, Laces In. He, he, the our practice show. was over. He was ripping off his mic down in the locker room. Well, you lost. He took off his shirt. We don't even need. Came out. We don't even need for this segment. Oh no. Well, here's the thing. I lost because of you. Okay. Other than that, we buried that hatchet. We have to we have we have to reinvite because we didn't pick last I'm week. I'm coming back. I'm so back. So our, our record still counts. It, right. It'll just add to the record. Yeah, have you gotten a chance no, to look at just, this guy? No, there has to be some kind of buy-in. We don't play this game. <laughs> well, She's well, got to pick of two games. Alex, read us the schedule. No, she has to pick two games. All right, fine. Pick two games. I could just remove myself from this game. I don't even no, like this no, game. No, 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 no. You no, like no. this game. We, we want you <laughs> in this Enough game. with Tiger Woods and Lindsey Vaughn. Tell me the games this week. All right. Houston at New England. I mean... New England is now on their third string quarterback, so that will be interesting. Has that been officially announced? I mean, he, that Jacoby yes, Brissett Garopp- is yes. starting? Garoppolo yes. is out. Has yes. it officially that, been ruled out? Bill Belichick. That's true. Yeah, Garoppolo Jason Levine is confirming this? Jason Levine confirmed Or is in somebody my ear. from Boston? Is Belichick confirming Jason Levine, this? who actually looks a lot like Jimmy Garoppolo and a fan on the New York Jets <laughs> Twitter account. Jason Levine was on in one of the pictures in one of the media availabilities yesterday, and someone tweeted out, is that Jimmy Garoppolo undercover? <laughs> Jason Levine, so Jimmy Garoppolo, head is one in the same It's here. a little big right now, but on to the next one. Whoa. Arizona, Arizona at Buffalo. Minnesota at Carolina. Denver at Cincinnati. Detroit at the Pack. Baltimore at Jacksonville. Cleveland at um, Miami. Washington at our friends in blue, the Giants. Oakland at Tennessee. San Francisco at Tampa Bay. San Diego, Indy. 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 New York Jets at Kansas City. Pittsburgh at Philly. Chicago at Dallas. Atlanta at NOLA, which means New Orleans. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, I do. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking the lead here. Miami over the Dolphins. I'm, wow. Miami over the Browns, not Miami over the Dolphins. It is in Miami, the Dolphins over the Browns. That is my pick. Both teams 0-2. The Cleveland Browns, Corey Coleman, broken hand, no surgery, out four to six weeks. He was a starting receiver there. And in addition to that, Cody Kessler, rookie quarterback, third string, starting. My pick, Miami Dolphins over the Cleveland Browns. Who's up next? I'll take the Cowboys. Home, Sunday night. Uh, playing a team who's scuffling right now, the Bears. They got some players. You know, everybody in the National Football League has players. But uh, give me Dallas at home. They got the big road win, Washington, key divisional road win. I think Dak Prescott's uh, been performing well. I think they'll be able to get the run game going, short passing game. Um, yeah, I like Dallas I at home. I was going to go Dallas spot. too, but, but can you, I still go or no? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. You got to pick or two, apparently. Or should I do Detroit at the pack. See, this is where I, I don't know because then I can't pick the Packers again. Correct. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you can a timer I go, here. Can I go Dallas as well? Is that okay? Yeah, but you got to pick another game for to make up for last week. Okay. Okay. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, then I'll do Green Bay and Dallas. And that's all she wrote for laces in this week. Green Bay and Dallas. Dallas for EA. Miami Dolphins for me. The division rival. Miami Dolphins. Hope that doesn't get me in trouble. But, uh, again, New York Jets at Arrowhead Stadium in Missouri. 425 kickoff on the East Coast. It'll be 325 there. Jets looking to improve 
to 2-1 on the season. Again, Kansas City has not lost at home since October 11, 2015. But nonetheless, the Jets will be storming in, hoping to get their second win of the season. Both teams are 1-1. One one. Tune in next week for another episode of Laces In. Thank you, and have a good day.